Welcome to Education 3.0, the new podcast from Kennesaw State University's iTeach Center, where we delve into educational topics like personalized learning, instructional coaching, and the maker movement, and where we get a chance to meet the incredible teachers, administrators, coaches, and students that are out there doing the work every day. And good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. We're coming at you live this morning from College Park, Georgia on a beautiful October morning. I had a nice crisp motorcycle ride down here to see one of our KSUI Teach Instructional Coaches, Jackie Souffrant. Um, joining me live this morning is, is Jackie. Uh, say hello to everybody. Good morning, everyone. I'm hoping that you are having a good ride in work as well as Andy and I have. Um, the ride was great. Coming in 15 minutes has been an awesome experience. That's fantastic. 15-minute ride. That's, uh, that's nice. I was about an hour in down here. Oh, so my I'm, goodness. Yeah, but that's all right. Two, an hour on two wheels is, in my opinion, better than 15 right. minutes on four. And my kids love it, so now they don't have to wake up as early. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the middle school bump for us. My youngest son is a bear in the mornings. And, and, you know, getting up and having to be out at the bus stop at 7.15 was just killing us. And so he's in the sixth grade now. Uh, and they start, I don't even know what time they start because I'm gone. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he gets like an extra hour of sleep every morning, and he just loves it. They love it. And with mine, I take them to school, so they're really excited about that. Like, she'll wake up and say, hey, Mom, okay, I want to make my breakfast and have time to eat and make breakfast and lunch. So she loves it. Absolutely. And that's we, we got to have another conversation about that a later day in another podcast. School start times, like, come on. Are we killing kids in the morning and, and just, are we starting too early? And, and we are. We have two. One that has to be at school by 710 and another has to be at 815. Yeah. So how do you work that out? Yeah, come on. There's so, got to be something better, right? There has to be. Right. Personalized learning, I think, is that uh, let's get kids to school and get them learning when, they're, when their brains are ready to get to school and get to learning. Exactly. Because I think at 715, we're not even fully awake at that point, but we want them to be awake and functional, ready to learn. And with the way that the world is going, we're personalizing it. My husband has the opportunity to work from home some days yeah. and still gets the job done. So at what point are we going to be able to do that with our kids? Right. Absolutely. Because we're setting yeah. up for the real world. Isn't that what the world is? Yeah, absolutely. In my, my last year in the classroom, I was teaching a psychology class on it. It was an AB day. Um, AB block scheduling. So, you know, on A days I had economics, on B days I was teaching psychology. And uh, my first block psychology kids, I took them to the track every morning. We walked or jogged, whatever, but for 15 minutes every morning because we started school at 7.15 at the high school. Started super early and the kids were tired. You know, seniors, their bodies are growing and they need sleep, you know. So we'd get up in the morning and I'd take them down to the track and get their juices flowing and let them get some exercise and they enjoyed that so much more than those classes where they just had to go and sit there and try to wake themselves up, you know, and, uh, you know, I I think it was better for them. I think it was better for their teachers throughout the rest of the day that had to deal with those kids, you know. Because even, right, that's building the relationship that we try to have. And at that point, I think students and teachers, their kids are more able to do for their teachers. Absolutely. And wanting to do more. Because even with my daughter, um, when I was teaching my kids and I, I would allow the kids to eat in class. Why? It's at the end of the day. I'm hungry. Right, right. And so because we had that, they're able to produce more instead of I'm sitting here thinking about, okay, yeah. what am I going to eat next? And I don't get a product. Absolutely. But if I allow you to have your snack, um, then 
I'm able, you know, they're able to function right. and work. <clears throat> that seems like such an easy obstacle for us <laughs> to overcome, but, right. you know, so many school rules. Right, but you have to release control and be willing to fight for your kids. Absolutely. Because once you are producing what you're, you're and have expectations with it, knowing, hey, you can do this, but with this, this um, comes along with it. Right. Then you're able to produce. My daughter's an A student. She, the other day, said, oh, mom, I need a fourth block stack. I said, your teachers allow you to eat? She's like, yes. Why? Because she's producing. Right. And she needs that in order for her to function. Right. So why not? Right. And in real life, when you're hungry, you go get something to eat. And, and right. if you make a mess, that's real life. You clean, clean it, it up, up, you know? And if that's the... If, Come on, yeah, we could talk about no, that, that forever. <laughs> so let's, we're, we're halfway in the podcast. We ain't met Jackie yet. So fantastic. I'm loving this already. This is really, um, you know, I've got the best job in the world. So I get to meet all these wonderful people, doing all this wonderful work out in the fields um, and have these great conversations. So, um, you know, welcome, Jackie. Uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. Why don't you tell the listeners out there a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background in education, uh, and a little bit about your journey to iTeach. Wow. So my background started um, years ago, actually my ninth grade year uh, as a math teacher. My math teacher was awesome. Um, I was one of those studious kids who always wanted to do and move on. I had a geometry teacher who felt that I was incapable of taking algebra two during the summer. And that was like the hardest thing for me because my life, I am a math person and I had to be able to do it. So right. I went to another teacher and I said, will you be able to sign my permission slip for the summer? Because it was a six-week course, crash course, Algebra right. 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she signed the paper for me to do it. And from that point on, I realized that she realized it was me, that if that was my passion, that's what I wanted to do, right. then why not? Um, that same teacher actually took me on to FAMU's homecoming. Okay. And... That's when I ended up at FAMU. All right. Are those uh, are those the rattlesnakes down there? They are the rattlesnakes rattle all the time. Snakes. The yeah. rattle. We are um, awesome. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So with that being said, um, I'm from Florida, so we taught there. I taught there for like three years. Okay. Moved to Georgia because of my husband, because of Hurricane Katrina, actually. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it shut the state down, and he's in IT, and so the company actually purchased. Um, a building here so that they're able to function. Wow. Right, because they were like one of the big name companies that actually, you know, supported down there. Um, Moved here, started teaching. Um, It was interesting because I started teaching the advanced students. And I started personalizing back then because when you have three or five different preps, you can't teach the same. So I think that's the benefit of having preps more than one prep because you have to teach them differently. Sure. Talented and gifted children, totally a different set of kids. And we're, we were doing, like, different web quests. We were – I was always exposing them. I actually had the laptops in my room for the whole school year, oh. and no one knew. Nice. Like, exactly. The tech and I was like, if anyone needs them, they can come get them. But I would like to have them because the mm. kids were used to that, and they were in routine. And – with that, I felt like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is I love curriculum. I love exposing students to what they need and giving them what they need in order to grow. Their test scores were wonderful. Why? Because it was more about them. Then here goes I teach. Right, right. 
What was your, your first exposure to IT? How'd you hear about us? Oh, the lovely Callie, actually. Oh, Callie Alfred. There's that name again. We keep hearing it. I love him to death. Callie Alfred walked into the building, and I walked up to him being the vocal person that I am and said, I cannot do this paper. Please help me. Um, he said, sure, what would you like? I said, anything. I am open. I am not in a box. He came. He sat with me. I was not the all pure tech person at right. the time, but I'm open to doing whatever is needed for the kids. Right. And because I had that passion and the dedication and the motivation to move forward, and he saw that in me, um, he said, sure. And he helped. And, we, and with that being said... I applied for that teach position, um, and I got it. And then now I'm here with y'all. Well, there you go. Fantastic. So note to all you aspiring um, instructional coaches out there, or even those aspiring maybe to, uh, you know, have aspirations of joining the iTeach team as we continue to grow and expand, uh, you do not have to be a technology expert um, to be a great coach. Personalized learning is all about great teaching, um, you know, with the, uh, you know, with the advent of all of these resources that are around, you know, certainly we want to use those, um, you know, to further kids along um, and to help them produce better outcomes for themselves. But, but, you know, personalized learning at its core is about great teaching. It's about if, great teaching. If you are a great teacher, you know, we want you to be yeah. a great coach. And the kids were able to fluidly move the classroom and let the kids have their ownership. And once they can own it and have that authentic learning, and which is a part of personalized learning. Absolutely. Then, and you might have to put in a lot of work in the front end, but the reward at the end is so great that it's worth it at the end. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. Well, I'm glad you're here, Jackie. Uh, thanks again, Callie. He, he, we keep hearing his name come <laughs> up when, when, when we ask, you know, what was your first exposure? Oh, Callie, Callie, Callie. Callie. So he is, uh, if you don't know Callie, uh, he's at Technicali on Twitter. He's he just recently left us for a local school district. He's doing uh, trying to do some really good things um, in that district. So uh, and I'm, my goal is to have him on the podcast here shortly. Um, you know he's super busy right now, but we've had a couple back and forth. So hopefully we'll get him on and he can tell us what he's up to these days. But uh, yeah, well, fantastic. Yes. Well, I'm glad you're here, Jackie. I'm glad you're having a good time. I am having um, a ball. I. It's interesting when people see me, they say, you are so much happier in the glow. And I say, because I enjoy what I do. I remember one thing you've always said, Andy, when we when I came on board, you said. Hold up. Is does, this is something I said school appropriate? It's school appropriate right, this right, time. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you said your work should not feel like work. And it never feels like work. I am at home working, and it doesn't feel like work. Well, good. And I do. I know. And now I'm tearing up because it's really a great experience. It's not even like coming to work every day is really great. Yeah. That's a good feeling. It is. She is tearing up. For those of you who can't see it, she's tearing up talking about how much she loves what she does. And, and you know, it really is. It's a, it's a good gig we got here. We get mm -hmm. all of the things that you love about teaching. Um, times 10 times 100 that's what you know yes. that's what i teach is all about so fantastic you just get me crying here let's, <laughs> let's move on <laughs> so um all right so we learned a little bit about your background and 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 how you got to us tell us a little bit about um you know what does the average day 
look like for you? You are, uh, I don't think we covered this yet. So you serve two schools here in College Park, an elementary school and a high school. Yep. And um, both of those schools are majority minority students. They are majority free and reduced. Um, So what we, I think, would traditionally think of as maybe a a difficult or a a challenging group of kids to work with, um, what what does your day look like, um, you know, working uh, here in South Atlanta with these kids? It's really great, Um, even though they are, like, free and reduced and all of that. The kids really want it. And because they want it and the passion that the teachers have, I will do a PD, a professional development, with them on a tool. And when they see me, oh, Miss Sufren, I used the tool. Can you come show me again? Or can you do that? They're excited to come. If they know that I'm doing professional development, they're there early, on time. Teachers? Teachers. Come on. Teachers. Come on. Um, You walk the building um, at the elementary school. I'm always, like, you can never get me. And it's one point that one hallway was, like, why why don't I see you? Because my time here. Right. they want, and one thing that I do allow, like about I teach, is that they allow us to be in the classroom to see the modeling, to see the great teaching. So part of this is the great teaching, and they look up to me. And I will come in at eight o'clock. I am um, say, give me my fifteen minutes to check my emails to see how things are going. I'm walking down the hallway. The kids, Miss Sufran, when are you coming to the room to help me or show me something? Taught the kids the other day how to use a tool just so they can move forward. Right. Um, walk into a class. Hey, Sufran, can you come and do this? Oh, I learned another tool. Oh, are you excited about this? Can you see this? So it's really great. At the other one, just the relationship that I have with the teachers and by me walking the hallways, it's phenomenal. It's it's amazing how much they want to know and want to grow, and they have really bought into the personalized learning. Fantastic. And, um, so. so let me let me ask you this. You, you bring up something that I'm not sure we've really talked about on the podcast yet. So we, we have talked about how, as a coach, you make yourself available to other teachers. But I don't think it's come up yet that um, that coaches are in such demand. So how do you how do you make sure that you are able to spread the love and to share the wealth and that everyone who is wanting, that support gets that support. Do you have a strategy or a management system, something that you use to make sure, like, you know, I haven't I haven't talked to fifth grade like in a while because I've been on that kindergarten hallway <laughs> every day. Like, let me reach out to fifth grade. Do you have a you know a reminder system or just something? Uh, I use my calendar okay. a lot. Yeah, um, and a lot of it is mental, but the calendar, and I make it a point. First Monday, first grade. Um, if you send me an email and I put you on my calendar, you are priority. But that is something that is very transparent and I'm open with. But I make a, a point to see every grade level every week that I'm here. So I spread it out that way. There you go. Um, to make sure at the high school I'm not that because they have more subject areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, I'm stationary. So on Wednesday, everyone know where to find me. I'm not leaving that room. Okay. So that helps me manage 
and let them know where they can always find me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come see me on Wednesday. Please. We'll talk about your needs, and then we'll go from there. We'll go from there. That's when they get me personally outside of the professional development. Okay. And then Mondays, I will send out an email, hey, I'm walking the halls today. So that's when I build a relationship with them, because I'll walk in, hey, I want to sit down and do this with you. Oh, let's do this. Oh, what about this? I might throw you out an idea. So that helps. So I keep you know, keep the juices flowing, make sure they stay motivated by always showing something new, something exciting, and just being there for them, letting them know, like, I am truly here for you. Yeah, I like that. So maybe some some, some, uh, some strategies there. If you're supporting elementary schools, be visible in the hallways. Right. So maybe every Monday I'm going to walk the first grade hallway. Yep. You know, you stick your head out, let me know. Every Tuesday we'll be in Ooh, second great? grade. Very cool. I like that. And at the high school level, because it is more difficult to be in the hallways um, and to see all those different subject areas. Yeah, I like establishing those office hours. You know, on Wednesday, I'll be here. Come see me. Send me an email. Reach out and, and let me know what your needs are. And then I'll follow up and we can plan it and go from there. Fantastic. Nice strategies for, for making sure you're visible and available. So I like that, Jackie. Good job. We'll share that out. Awesome. Um, Fantastic. So tell us about, uh, you know, we always like to ask the coaches to share a success story um, with us. So tell us about a success that you've had. And maybe it's a, uh, you know, maybe it's a success you've had with a teacher or a student or maybe an administrator that you've been working with. What, uh, you know, you got a success story you can share with us? Yes, I have so many. And <laughs> I do. But I think and um, we have had a lot of conferences um, in the area, a lot of um, professional development conferences for teachers. So last year, when I first started, I think that was my most successful because I saw the impact and the growth. And um, a teacher that never thought of herself as a presenter actually presented at the learning conference. Um, I was one of the coaches that had like maybe eight or nine new presenters that I was able to grow them. Because one thing that I know I teach we're very passionate about is empowerment. Sure. And just seeing how much I empowered them to move forward, to just do that. And then this year, they're like, oh, what are we doing this year? So go. they're so excited just to learn a tool to move kids forward and always focus on personalized learning because not always the tool, but how is the tool helping right. you doing? So just seeing that, it was helpful. And then this year, I have to give you another one, just the students. Come on, yeah. When I see the kids and they see me in the hallway, I was the cold lady. Yeah. Um, because they love that. Um, when can you come? It's the, you know, you see the reward when the children are telling the students, the teacher, hey, can you go get Miss Sufrant? Because right. this is what she did and this is how she can help me. Right. And the teacher actually come and get me. Yeah. Because that's that voice that we're looking for and they're listening. Yeah. Well, good, good. So. Good to the kids owning that and saying, here's what I want to learn more about. You know, good on those teachers for seeking out that support from you and good on you for, for you know, loving what you do. And I everyone do. here seems to feel it. <laughs> Thank you. Because I really, it, it's, it's really a good place. Well, fantastic. Well, we know that it's not always good. That's you know, there are, there are bumps in the road. We all have bad days. Uh, I know Facebook likes to, to 
<laughs> likes us all to think that everyone's perfect and everyone's right. life is is you know picture perfect all day long. But but really we you know it's if if teaching was easy everybody would do it. You know this is a tough job, mm-hmm. um, and there are ups and downs. So I know there's been challenges along the way for you, Jackie. So can you share a challenge with us? Maybe it's something you're you're currently working on. Um, or maybe it was a challenge that you've had in the past that you overcame. Um, tell us, tell us about a struggle that you've had. And, and a struggle that I've had was just that I've always wanted to reach everyone, and that's one thing that you realize that you cannot do. You can't reach everyone. You try to reach the majority, but I feel when I had someone that was reluctant, and I'd say, you know what? Let me figure out how because. You want the help, but you're reluctant because, like, I don't need it. Right. So I focused on building that relationship, going in and realizing I'm just, I'm not an administrator. I'm here to help you because you want the help, but you're thinking I'm coming to observe you. I'm going back to sell whomever, whatever. I'm right. like, no, that's not my role, honey. I'm here just to help you. So outside of that, I will sit down, sit into a station, no form of technology. Why? Because I'm telling I'm trying to build that trust. Yeah. And when I will sit, work the station, go there multiple times, just saying, hey, how you doing? Just checking on you. Come back. Hey, how you doing? Just checking on you. And after the relationship was built and the dialogue was there, then I was able to, you know, help the teacher. Absolutely. And so I feel like that's a big thing that um, as coaches, knowing that relationship piece, how important it is. And if you can't get through to everyone, don't give up. Right. Yeah. Be tenacious. Be tenacious. I like that. Be tenacious. I'm writing that down for those of you who who are wondering, what's Andy doing? Well, Jackie's talking. I write everything down, especially the stuff I like. I like be tenacious. That's um, You bring up an interesting challenge there, Jackie, because I think it was Alex a couple weeks ago who, who had a similar challenge in that a lot of teachers see us as, as administrators, as people coming in maybe look into to ID bad or to ID wrong, you know, to kind of pick out the, the things that, um, you know, that teachers are doing wrong. And so they, they want to play a safe card when we come in the classroom. And it's, um, I think it's super important, not just for I teach, you know, because these are things that we do talk about, but for anyone that is a coach or aspiring to be a coach, um, you know, establishing that trust and that relationship um, I think is the gateway to to, uh, to tearing up when you talk about your job. Right. You know? And knowing that it's a safe place. Right. And that's what I let them know, that this is a safe place, a safe conversation. Let's do this together. Right. And always knowing that even coaching is personalized because I, as a teacher that um, at one of the schools, excellent in it. So the challenge for me, how can I move her forward? What can I do as a coach to assist her? Right. So that's one of my challenges. Yeah. And this year is always what's the next thing? Because now I realize that I don't have to see you that often, but I'm going to push you beyond where you are because I see your growth. And they appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm working with a, with a teacher right now who is a high school graphics uh, graphic design teacher. Mm-hmm. I've never worked with a graphic design teacher and it is a challenge for me, mm-hmm. eh, because because while I'm I, I toy with that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and in a lot of my new roles here at I teach, I'm having to learn um, a lot of the graphic design, right. a lot of the same software that she uses. Right. But but these are kids that are in the technology, right. you know, they're using the tools every day, right. and they're they're deep in it. And 
you know, to come in and say, wow, what, you know, so we're really, I love it because I keep telling her like, this is a challenge for me. And so we've already met two or three times just trying to plan. How can, um, you know, how can I help you the most? How can I help your kids the most? Um, and so I've been having to reach out to, to Leslie, who we haven't met yet on the podcast, but Leslie wait. is a former, uh, she was a high school graphics design teacher who's now a member of the I Teach team. So I've been hollering at Leslie like, hey, I need you on speed dial right now because I know I'm going to need you. And um, so those are, you know. But you know, one thing that is, a, well, I say one thing. Another thing is the fact that we truly have an organization that is here to help. Right. Because I can... Leslie, Marcus, Justin, um, Oma, Chris, it doesn't matter whomever. Oh, yeah. You just hit a person, a DM, look, I have a question, and they're there. Right. And that's one thing about education that's so difficult for us sometimes because it's always mine, but we're such in a, we're in a place where it's ours. Right. And we're here for each other. Yeah. And so. I, yeah, I tell you, if you're if you're listening out there, if you've never been in a situation where you can, um, so we use Workplace yes. internally here at iTeach, <laughs> where it's our communication tool. Uh, that's that's a Facebook product. So um, if you've never if you've never had a communication tool at work, a lot of schools don't have them yet. Um, you know, they, they still use email, which mm-hmm. is not conducive. Um, to communication, right, to really right. open communication. But, um, you know, an IT member can go in and post to everyone, like, hey, I got a challenge. Um, here's, here's, here's my bag. Here's what I'm messing with right now. You guys got any ideas or any experience or this? I'll tell you what, you better be ready because you're going to get bombarded <laughs> with 50 coaches who want to help you. I told um, one day, I, I think I told Leslie, I said, I think it's a competition to see who can answer first. <laughs> because <laughs> right? in five minutes, you have like 20 messages and like, oh, then it sparks something else and it sparks yeah. this. And it's really great because we're always there for each other. Yeah. It's never a day that I c- can't call on someone to get some get my question answered. Right, absolutely. And it's such a, you know, family doesn't really describe accurately, I don't think, the, the feeling um, and the camaraderie mm-hmm. and, and the, the connection that we all okay. have. But, it, uh, yeah, to have that in, in your workplace nice. and know, like, hey, I'm not afraid to be challenged. Nice. Exactly. Uh, because I know I got the support. I'm 53 exactly. strong. It's not just Andy you're dealing with. It's not just Jackie. <laughs> exactly. You got I teach coming at you. Oh, you There's 53 of us with, with 53 different experiences and, and expertise uh, and points of views. And it's, you know, I have yet to see a school or a school district um, hit us with a challenge that we haven't been able to overcome. You're right. So, and that, you know, that's part of the inspiration for this podcast is to it's share what what we've been challenged with and how we've overcome it. Because we, you know, we can go into the second poorest county in the nation and help bring personalized mm-hmm. learning to them. We can go to the second largest school district in the state of Georgia and bring personalized learning there. And, and, you know, we see all walks of life, and we bring it. We bring it. And I think that is such a great thing for our kids. Absolutely. They're, they're the end recipients. You know, at the end yes, of the day, they. it's those kids that are, that are the true beneficiaries. Um, of the hard work. Of, of the hard work and of the, the experience and the talent and, and all the things that, that you bring, Jackie, and that you bring with this team. So it's a, it's a testament to you and all of us. Fantastic. Fantastic. Be tenacious. Be tenacious. That's going to be. So I, I, I want to 
here's my challenge to the listeners. After you listen to this episode, I want you to take to Twitter and we'll get to tell us real quick your your Twitter handle, Jackie, and then we'll we'll refresh again at the end of the show. But what's your Twitter handle? At Jackie Souffrant. At Jackie Souffrant, and that's S O U F F R A N T. At Jackie Souffrant, and let's use the hashtag uh, Be Tenacious. And you know, in 140 characters. Tell us how you've been tenacious today, this week, this school year, you know, in your career. Share, share a, a quick story of tenacity with us, um, and let's celebrate tenacity uh, for Jackie. Yay. Hashtag be tenacious. All right. Um, very cool. So, uh, you know, we've already talked about personalized learning not being about the technology, but about great teaching. But uh, in our core, I think all of us here, we're all, we all got a little nerd in us, we right? We, we all like our toys. <laughs> we like the technology. We certainly like using it with our students. They love it. Um, if you had a favorite tool right now, Jackie, uh, what would it be? Off the top of my head, favorite tool will be Nearpod. Nearpod? I know. That's not what you wrote down. What did I write? I'm I not telling a, you now I because wrote I like, like a thousand though. <laughs> I did. Because I knew, I was like, I can't. The favorite tool, I have Seesaw. That, that's one of my favorites too, though. And I picked Nearpod as the overall because I could use it in both settings. Okay. Um, because oh, yeah, again, yeah. with the challenge, because I have middle, I mean, elementary school and high school. Right. Seesaw, perfect. Yeah. High school, I could, I like the Flipgrid part of it. I love it. Um, bringing that down to the elementary level right. as well. So, but Nearpod is the one that I, the tool that can do personalize, differentiate. The kids can add. It has the overall package for me. Um, right. And it's all about the kids. They love it. The, the kids teacher, love it. The, ki- the kids love it. Um, the teachers love it. Being able to just add and every time is like, and they listen, truthfully, right. you know, to the teachers and what they will like and what they will see. And when I can have elementary kids want to make their own, right? what can you say? Yeah. They're excited it's all about, about it. Right. Yeah. The authentic and being creative and putting all the pieces together. Fantastic. So. All right, so shout out to our friends at Nearpod. Another plug for you guys. <laughs> Fantastic! A lot, we got a lot of Nearpod uh, pioneers on our team, and yes, aspire and be one. I'll be there eventually. I just, so yeah, yes. I think I met those guys at uh, maybe it was out in San Diego yeah. in like 2000, and I don't even know what year that was—12 or 13 out at ISTE when they were really babies um, and brand new. I struck up a nice ISTE. conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. So it's um, fantastic. All right. Well, we have been um, we've been closing, and I don't even know if I had this on my warning sheet. I sent you to be prepared for, so I'm not gonna get you off the uh, unprepared for this question. So um, we've been asking the, our coaches in the last few episodes that if you could um, leave teachers or uh, coaches with a uh, some words of inspiration you know almost like a charge if you had something uh, you know we got a coach who's struggling or a teacher who's struggling you have any words of inspiration you want to throw at them you know Um, what do I want to say if you always aspire to be great every day just focus on being great what does being great mean to you being great can mean just 
first. I'm just say getting to work on time. Right. Be great. Right. Just, just, just get there. <laughs> you know, be great. And when you're planning your lessons for your kids, be great. Just what do you want them to do? At the end of the day, you are aspiring to make others great. So you be great. Right. And I tell you, I, and this may have even hit a podcast already. I don't, uh, I don't know. We've done a couple. Uh, I always loved as a teacher, um, someone told me and I, and I always echoed it back to my kids that good is the enemy of great. So I love that you say be great, not be good. Great. Good for me is settling. Exactly. Be great. Be great. I love it. Fantastic. And, and be tenacious. Be tenacious. You know, I'm always about don't always, don't wait. Right. Don't wait. And if you make a mistake, it's okay because that's the definition of learning. That's it. That's it. Fail forward. Right. Don't be afraid. Absolutely. Well, Jackie, let me thank you so very much for your time. Um, And let's hit that Twitter handle one more time. Somebody's listening out there and they say, you know, I like Jackie. I want to reach out to her on Twitter. I want to follow what she's doing. Um, how can they reach you again on Twitter? At Twitter, I am Jackie Souffrant, J-A-C-K-I-E-S-O-U-F-F-R-A-N-T, and use the hashtag Be Tenacious. I love it. Be Tenacious. Tenacious. All right, fantastic. Well, thank you, Jackie, for your time. This was a pleasure. Uh, another great episode as far as I'm concerned. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope uh, maybe you learned something that you can take away. If, if nothing else, be, be, tenacious, be tenacious, be great. And be great. Um, yeah, and uh, thank you guys for listening out there. If you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, please do that. Um, thank you, Jackie. I hope everybody has a great day. GAETC is up right around the corner. Uh, if you're going to be at the conference, we're going to be there. We're going to be broadcasting live all day. Come see us. Come give us a shout-out. Um, we'll put you on the air. We'll put you on the uh, on the podcast. We are probably going to have some good giveaways there. Mm. Um, so I hope to see you. Uh, and uh, um, Any parting words you want to say goodbye, Jackie? Yes, goodbye, and thank you for listening, and thank you, Andy, for coming out and just showing me out to the public. All right. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody, once again. You guys have a great afternoon, and until the next episode, cheers. Cheers. Education 3.0 is produced by the instructional coaches from iTeach at Kennesaw State University. You can reach out to them for more information, questions, or comments at their website, www.ksuiteach.org, or on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.